You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the show where we take a wander around the week in Apple, Apple News, Reviews, Technology, Associated Products and all sorts of other things that catch our eye. This is another episode of the Essential Apple Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode. And uh, this week, well, nothing really happened, did it? Nothing. I can't think of anything. Can you lads think of anything? Oh, no. I can think of something. I can think of something. (laughs) A certain person person was on a a rival podcast show. Yeah. Well, you know, this is what happens when you you become a media personality. You need to tap your... When it's a complete complete emergency. I think you need to tap the knob again. Oh, it shouldn't be. I, I, my, my knob has been tapped. Is that any better? Yes, that's a little bit better. Right. Um, uh, I'm bouncing way off the scales here in my... In fact, I should just check why. Anyway, carry on and I'll do some... Go for the uh, diet then. I'll, I'll do some tinkering in the background. Do some tinkering in the background. No, um, yes, actually, joking aside, of course, only one thing really happened this week, and that is Apple had a small announcement to make. And... uh <laughs> of course, well, uh, as per the title of this ep- episode, what did you expect? That's what we're going to talk about. So, um, as you can hear, we've got uh, Mark is here. Hello, Mark. Hello, it's good to be back. And we've got Jim. Hello, Jim. Hello. And we have Nick. Hello, Nick. Greetings, fellow podcasters. Indeed. So, there we go. Um, Well, just before the event... Mark did uh, a YouTube live stream, which you can still see, where he did a rumour roundup. So uh, why don't you kick it off, Mark, and uh, tell us what you, how you felt the rumours panned out. And we'll all butt in when we have something to say. It's clear that whoever is... The rumours are based on the slides. So whoever is leaking the information, I'm pretty sure they're leaking the slides out because everything that they said was on point, apart from the actual specs, which were only revealed on the day of the event. So we knew it was going to get a new processor. Um, Oh, and I was right for a second time, by the way, because didn't I make a bit of a prediction that really the only uh, differentiator to choose a device is going to be size, unless you want the Pro Max, which has the better camera. So I'm glad that Apple did sort of standardize everything. Uh, The rumors were pretty much spot on. There was literally nothing there that surprised me. And I think looking back at it, if I was watching this again, I don't think I would have been blown away by anything apart from, and let's start with this, the HomePod Mini, which at £99 is a very, we all said, no, 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 it's definitely going to be about 150 160 because Apple is, is what Apple does. Yet they've released something that's very, very similar to the Google speaker, which is, I think, about £80 at the £99 price point, which is an Apple thing to do to make it more expensive. Um, and I'm looking forward to this. I think this is the first time in a long time I've looked forward to a gadget from Apple that's 
air quotes, reasonably priced. I'm just hoping that they can deliver on the same. What did anyone else think? Um, but before no, we I was, go, in, I, so go on. I was, at, I was out on my walk uh, earlier, listening to you on a, on a, on that rival podcast. <laughs> God, I've never lived uh, that one down, am I? <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I was, I was, I must admit, as, as I do, because you know, people, people are keeping their distance from me because of Corona, but they keep extra distance when I'm shouting at myself because um, <laughs> I've got my earpods in. And I was shouting at uh, at Carl because um, you know he was saying he thought it was um, uh, the best things in sliced bread. Basically, you know this was something really compelling. Uh, but I still think it has one huge flaw: it uses Siri. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that was that, yeah. that's my main gripe with it. I mean, yeah, great, it's cheaper, and I'm sure the sound will be brilliant. But I'm not particularly worried about the sound. I just want it to work effectively. Now, example, if I talk to my Amazon devices in the house, I can say, you know, Amazon device, uh, what, what's the time? Or Amazon device, uh, 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 tell me what the weather's like or what, whatever. And I can literally say it in a sentence and it will tell me. If I do it on my phone, I have to wait for it to go. And yep. then I can say, what time is it? And, the, and it waits for an inordinately long time and then eventually says, Oh yeah, wait, well, it's half past twelve, and and then I have to wait again before I ask anything else for it to go. Uh, and it's just so slow. And not only is it slow, eighty percent of the time it doesn't understand what I've said anyway. Uh, Join so the club. I know this. I know this isn't true for Americans because I've heard Americans say there it works great for them, but for me it's never worked. So I'm, I'm not going to buy one because why would I? I just it's an exercise in frustration. They're a nice exercise in design. Uh, look smart, yes, nice size. I agree. Uh, but as you say, series the downfall. Um, will it actually do any different from what it does just now? And you know, if it's going to be competing against the likes of uh, Google or Alexa, um, I, I think they've got a long way to catch up. Um, <laughs> for, for my, for my. For me to buy what buy them, uh, they would need to be able to pay them as a pair uh, for using them as a speaker uh, system for my TV. Um, that's you the only way to buy them. Which you which you can, you can do. do. Yeah, you can pay them. But other other than that, um, and you yeah, can it's... as Mark um, Mark was questioning, I think in the week, but um, I've checked and there's a link. Uh, you can uh, connect it to your Apple TV for sound output from apple tv um and they don't have to be a pair for that one you can do one um but but is that only through the apple tv if, if you want to use it as a bluetooth speaker for your television in other words what you're watching on tv and not through the apple tv that I don't uh, no uh, if uh well is we don't purely, purely apple tv it work with or well, there's no aux input, and it's very unlikely that. Well, we don't know if it's going to have Bluetooth capability, but it's very mm. unlikely. And again, um, this is where Amazon has the advantage because you can Bluetooth it to your TV. Mm. And like I said on yeah, on the rival show, the thing that's going to let the speaker down is Siri. And did you notice they didn't really mention Siri that much? They did it. Mm. They had a slide in the show with lots of little things you can say. But it really wasn't a focus point or a feature point. Like Nick said, the problem with Siri is the two-second delay because you can speak to the Amazon lady and it's instant, whereas you have to do a command, wait for the beep, 
then it does the processing and then you get a result and then sometimes it just goes sorry i couldn't find anything for that and you just think okay i'll just shout across the room and and again and another thing which i think is going to hamper apple is the lack of home kit stuff because yes i when HomeKit came out, I was excited because I wanted to live the first world dream of being able to t- turn my lights off and on from a different room and uh, you know, be able to set up mood lighting or you know, when I'm working or when I'm going to get a beer or whatever, whatever. But it was just so, so expensive. And I think this is where Amazon and Google got the penetration is because they just let people onto the system and grant there's some trade-offs. But unless this speaker is absolutely outstanding it's too close to what we what we would call lesser sounding speakers but then the trade-off is going to be functionality if, if you want it for a stereo system to play from your ipad or from your uh, iphone a pair of them would be quite good because it's a, it's a reasonable price to spend on you know a stereo speaker system yes yeah, um, that's true in that sense i think they'll sell Better than the the original HomePods did, uh, because they were what three hundred odd pound when they came well, out. They started off at nearly four hundred, didn't they? Uh-huh. And they're now so, down to uh, three hundred. But yeah, so I think they'll sell a wee bit better than uh, than the HomePod. But I get as you're saying, Mark, the the ability of Siri to do things that you want it to do. Um, there's, there's not a match to Alexa or no. rival. The thing is, the other thing is, I mean, we, what we all want, well, I assume we all want, is a connected home. We want mm. a home no, where no. all our things connect together, and we're not there. We're still not there. Uh, we, we, the, Apple said they were getting together with with Google and, and Amazon, didn't they? Had a little while ago. Yeah, to try yeah, and that was the um, was the, We're still nowhere near it. Still connected nowhere near home, it. connected home over IP. Is that the thing? Connected home over IP. Yeah. I think is a. And, and uh, you know, and I look at at the efforts you have to jump through to actually get things to connect together, and it's really not for the faint-hearted. I wonder if any of you actually noticed that. I noticed during the keynote that every time you saw the HomePod Minis, there was no power cable. No, it was carefully yeah, it always, positioned. Yeah, always very cleverly hidden until yeah. I don't know. It was about um, the. So, um, I don't know, the sixth time you saw it or something, they panned around to show you the cord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always they always hide the cables away there because it, it's untidy. Yeah, well, <laughs> they had it on the round table when there was no cable. Oh, that's a good point. You know, but so... that's a little bit. Yeah, that that that's that's true of a lot of advertising, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? They'll always show if you if you're going to buy. Um, I think you've already said this, Mark. <laughs> I think you said it uh, about television. Was it you or was it Carl? I think it was Carl, wasn't it? Yeah. If you buy a TV, they don't show the cables on the wall. Um, yeah. All the mess of cables that end up it's hanging all, it's out. It's hidden. <clears throat> yeah. And so, and this is the thing with Apple. Um, I, I think I'm just a bit burnt out with them because there was there was nothing exciting. And initially, I was caught up with the iPhone 12 hype train. I will come on to that in a minute. But I'm genuinely, the speaker is the device that I will probably get. And I love the idea of, um, say, listen, I, I, like today would have been a perfect example. I've been, you know, to and in, fro in, in different houses. And admittedly, I could just wear my AirPods and I've got my problem solved about having to carry my music around with me. 
But I do like the fact that if I'm in the middle of watching something or I'm listening to a podcast or music, I can just go up and it's there. It takes away a pain point. But Apple speaker is small and there are physical physical constraints with size about what it can actually sound like. And so, yeah, I'm hoping Apple knocks it out of the park. I'm hoping that maybe uh, we get home kit devices that are cheaper. But this is the thing. We shouldn't have to hope. We could, you know, the, the thing is, if I wanted to, I could go all Amazon. I can buy plugs for 20 quid, a couple of them. I could buy lights. And yet Apple, I can't do the stuff that they say, well, in our connected home, I can buy some overpriced blinds uh, or some thermostats, which are ridiculously expensive. Yes, or lights, the same. Yeah, you can buy these lights, but they're really expensive ones. I'll, I'll yeah. give them one thing. I, I would have thought the price would have been like 150, 170, you know, 180 sort of range. So 100 pounds is not bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, so buying two of them is not too, too expensive. When you think about it, they, mm. they, don't act, they produce very little under 100 pounds. Mm. I'm trying to think of anything. Well, ah, yes, and charges and um, yeah, yeah, charges, headphones that we now have to buy separately to save the planet because Apple have (laughs) juiced. I'm going to come on. I'm going to save that. That's similar. Yeah, but AirPods are more expensive. The Apple, the the Apple pencils more expensive than 100 pounds. You know, most stuff is over 100, so it is good that they've brought it under pounds, and I'm sure it'll sound very good. Yeah, I I noticed. uh, I noticed in Virgin Mobile or Virgin Virgin Media uh, website. They're actually doing deals with the iPhones and including the, what's it, what they call them? The, 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 the earphones, the AirPods, is it? AirPods, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're including them in the price. Oh, okay. So interesting. we'll see how many other companies do the same thing. I mean, one of the things that Mark said last week, and I, I think is important to bring up is, Apple now, you know, every product seems to be geared to hooking into a service. And I'm thinking, and I'm not the only person because I've got a link here to, um, oh, where was it? Um, I can't remember, but um, it doesn't matter. Um, Do you not think that this, you know, £99 HomePod Mini is very much pitched at selling Apple Music? Yep. Yeah. Because Apple makes products to sell services. That's their you, business model now. I can yeah. see the HomePod Mini being a big hit with consumers who like to use Apple Music, uh, want to have Apple Music playing, but would you know prefer not to have to wear their AirPods um, or to be playing it out of their iPhone or their um, you know basically. Well, a better sound than you're going to get from your AirPods, your phone, your iPad. Here's a suggestion where it may get used. You have your um, a pair of HomePod Minis plugged into your or connected to your Apple TV, and while you're doing your Apple exercises on the bundle that you buy, you will have all the instructions and the music in the background and all the the stuff going on. So you'll have your you'll have your um, exercises, you know. Basically, that's what you're getting told what to do from the person on the screen, and you're hearing it in stereo. So you've got your home pods working as a part of your exercise um, regime. Yeah, oh, yeah, and with their you, new. If you, if, yeah. you, if you can get, if you, I'm not being very clear how to, I'm trying to. What I'm trying no, to say. no, I, 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 I seem to be a bit tongue-tied today. <laughs> to, no, I'm totally with you, and then it, it yeah. kind of ties so, in so, to the you know the whole Apple yeah. Music thing. Um, hmm. Because even, we've even, all I, said. I mean, that. Sorry, Nick. Go on. I, I was just going to say uh, another alter, another thing that 
I'm not quite sure how small they are, but um, uh, desktop speakers. Oh, they're very small. Computer. They're very small. If you so you could have them as as a stereo pair for your computer. That I think it's cool. about three and a half inch diameter. Yeah. So 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 yeah. I, I mean, even though um, desktops have quite good audio, um, they'd work quite well for my. Um, oh, that's an interesting thought. <laughs> then if we well if we go so the next step, mini. <laughs> if we go the next step, then the surely the Apple TV is bound to get some sort of um, it's bound to get an upgrade which will tie tighter into. So uh, what should happen possible. is you should there should be a new Apple TV that will connect directly to your HomePod speakers if you have them with minimal 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 effort and maybe have some live tracking going from your phone to your Apple TV to monitor heart rate. It's a it's a clear it's a clear indicator that the product now is secondary to the services, which is probably a natural evolution. But I, I don't know. I, whereas I used to love having Apple products to be a bit of a rebel, you know, to like you know, be a bit cool. Well, I've, I've never been cool, but you know what I mean. There, there was a bit of a passion, a bit of a fire about it. And so, before we come onto the headphones, what did everyone think about the presentation in general? Oh well, the, the actual event was. As slick okay. as slick Clinical. as slimy stuff. Yeah, you know? I think Jim's <laughs> hit the right. Jim's hit the right word. Then I thought it was a bit too clinical and a bit too sleek and a bit too. It's almost like they got rid of their creative marketing team and bought in a corporate marketing team. That that vibe of fun, which we used to associate with Apple, I, I, for me, it feels like it's all but disappeared. It's. And I was thinking about this yesterday when I was out for a walk. It's. Yeah, we're seeing all these brilliant new faces in diversity, 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 diversity. But I don't care about any of them because we're not being introduced to the personality. There's a script. That's it. Done. I'm not saying we should rely on Phil Schiller and uh, Craig all the time, nor do I think that we should go backwards and literally... How do I explain this? You know, bring up the old white men with the white privilege to deliver the the most important things. But I'm seeing all these people, and they're there. They're walking up to their, and it's so so obvious. They're walking up to a point. They're holding their hands. They've rehearsed, 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 spitting it out, and it's it just feels too corporatey. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it was. Uh, it's certainly become a case uh, um, that we have a lot of people, lots of different faces on stage. Um, and that that can become a bit um, well. It can sw- you can switch off to it sometimes because the, it's another face and another face and another face. And while I understand them trying to be to spread it a bit, you need some sort of continuity. And I know Tim is supposed to be like the continuity guy, but oh he yeah, really but he's is, a plank he really of wood. He's <laughs> ringmaster. When, when I see him on the screen now, I just cringe because if you have noticed how he does the prayer hands. How many times he brings his hands together in a praying fashion and then does the whole head tilt? It's it's almost pandering. Is that, is, am I the only one who just sort of felt like you've got no charisma? Hand it hand it off to people. It's like it, it, again, it's just too cool. It's like here I am. I'm the boss. I'm going to make loads of money. But we really hope you like our products. Like, oh, just or maybe I'm just being a bit too cynical. I don't know. Well, I I think he's a lot. I think he's a lot better than he used to be. But I, um, I think he's gone the other way. 
Well, I, when he first started, it, it just felt it, it just appeared he was completely out of his element. Now, it, I think it just still feels, is. Well, I'm, I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's true. I, I, I think that certainly he, he has become a bit. Um, uh, I, I still think he's the wrong leader for Apple. Well, he's maybe. Still, yes. I mean, I, I would prefer to have someone who has a vision that doesn't involve, that, that, that isn't money focused. The, the question I would have preferred to have seen is uh, Craig Federighi. I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that's yes. But we, but that, but this is, comes back to what I said. We like Craig because we've been on a journey with Craig. The first time he did his um presentation, and his hands were shaking and he couldn't do it. But we all, we all remember that because it was like, yeah, it felt real because Gone was the slick, yeah, walking on the stage, blah, blah, blah. It was like there was a real human being there. And this is what we're not seeing. We're just seeing. Oh, but uh, but remember, but remember now we're in the situation where they haven't got any audience. They're, they're not under any. It's very different being in front of a live audience. Yeah. Delivering stuff. And, moment... and, and we've at the moment, we've got to live with the fact that we, we, we won't get that for a while. It's, it's quite strange, actually, because although a lot of people are, you know, very, uh, well, are frightened by public speaking, by walking out in front of a huge crowd and speaking, um, once you've, on the whole, once you've got over that initial fright, the stage fright, um, it's a lot easier to go out and talk to a room full of people or even a stadium full of people than it is to stare down the barrel of a TV camera and oh, give... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but on, and if, you speak the, on... professional, if you speak to professional actors and actresses, then... Yeah, they, YouTubers they manage exactly to that. do it. YouTubers manage to invoke a sense of personality and a bit of feeling into it. Yeah, they, they don't have live audiences, and yet you... You can feel like the tone and inclination and the pacing of the way things are being uh, uh, been presented. So YouTubers can do it. So I'm, yes, I do buy that to a slight degree. To, to a slight degree, but yeah, you know, this is the largest company but, in the uh, world. Don't you? Don't you? But think... they've cho- they've chosen to. Do... Sorry, go on, Simon. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you think that? Um, I I get what you're saying about YouTubers, but YouTubers are a self-selecting group of people. They're people like my boy who've grown up with it and feel happy. Like I've said to you, you know, off air before, my boy walks around talking to himself all the time, like he's doing a YouTube video because he watches so many people on YouTube. He just does it. He does, he's not even aware he's doing it. He's watching the telly and he's talking to him. So he's commentating on it like he's doing a YouTube video. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they're a self-selecting bunch of people. Um, yeah, what I you've was got going, to remember, I was going to say exactly the same, Simon. A lot of these people who are being wheeled out, and as we say, you know, to show that Apple is a diverse company and, that you know, they've got women and people of colour and, you know, disabled people and all the rest, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm no, I'm not saying that. No, at no. All. But what I'm saying, these people are being wheeled out. Many of them, who might be incredibly good at what they do, are not necessarily trained in public speaking. They're not necessarily comfortable. Yeah, with but come on, this is the biggest. In... This is the biggest company on the planet. I'm sure they could get teams or coaches in. Or something like that. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll cut them a bit of slack. And if it does improve um, when we get to it. But the thing that I found the most off-putting is, did you notice when it transitioned from one scene to another, did you notice how nobody moved? And I think it's no. because it was all done. <laughs> the, if you go back and look, there's a couple of, there's one scene in particular. 
so we've so Tim is bringing on the Verizon president onto the stage. He's talking. He's not actually looking at the same. He's looking at um, almost at the direction of the guy walking onto the stage. But it's clear that they're not in the same room and it's virtual. And I, I noticed uh, this a few times. You watch when a couple of you watch when it moves. People stand there and they don't move in an uncanny valley sort of fashion. And that's what I found a bit sort of off-putting. That it's almost like they freeze-framed them to move to the next transition. Mm. Whereas the, remember when we first saw, we saw the first one and it was nice and fast and flowing and it was like, yeah, this is exciting. This is taking us on a drive. And right, this was basically I might I don't want to say it. This was a very slick PowerPoint presentation. There, I've I've, I've said it. <laughs> it's, it's very slick. The, the big the big difference between the the shows. The keynotes when they had a, uh, an audience, as the 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 whoops and you know cheers and all the rest of it was mostly their own employees <coughs> uh, doing that. Whereas now there's no employees to 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 uh, whip up a storm. It's it's it's. I prefer the way they're doing it now. Uh, they're just getting on with the job, giving the announcements, and that's it. But it is a bit too clinical as well. They're needing to ease off the wee bit in the clinical side of it. Yeah, um, and this is the, mm. and this is the thing: the the personality is being lost. I don't know if Apple is going to get that back. If that makes sense. I think, like a lot of these things, it's you know this is a new thing for them, the same as it is for everybody else. And I think. They want, you know, I mean, let's face it, they were criticised for years because it was the same five old white guys coming on the stage. So they've moved away from that, and now they're trying to get people from the teams that are talking about each product or each segment. But you can overdo that, as you say, and where it becomes a conveyor belt of talking heads that you know nothing about. Um, I also think that they've... I also think they've not got that much to talk about. So they 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 pad it with lots of information. Don't get me wrong, mm. it's all relevant information, but I'm just not sure whether everything that they announce needs to be announced. And they just need to think a little bit more about getting the important information out. And if it ha- if it ends up being half an hour, it's half an hour. It doesn't mm. really matter. Uh, as long as we're getting all the relevant information. I, I sometimes feel that while I'm watching it that, you know, I could go off and make a cup of tea because partly because I'm not interested in what they're talking about at that moment, but partly because they're just going into too much detail about things. If they cut down the amount of people they're bringing on stage, um, that would help. Um, I like the fact that it's now just over an hour rather yes. than two, two and a half hours like it used to be. Uh, yes, I but it, it, to, to be fair to them, it's not any worse than um, a Microsoft announcement. If you've watched one of their announcements, it's, it's more or less the same. Um, yeah, I except, think, yeah. you know, um, part of the reason, I'm sure, that the, that the you know, the older announcements would run so long, and somebody else said mentioned this on a podcast I was listening to, and I can't remember who now, but when you're going to do, you know, the traditional event at you know the steve jobs theater or wherever it is you've got to set all that up you have to have there's all the ticketing there's all the getting the people there making sure that you've got all the right people um, uh hang on but you're right but let's not forget this is the world's biggest company they, yeah but what i'm saying is it's the it's, world's biggest company it's, it's not about that is it, it, it you cannot keep asking the world's press and and what not to decamp to C- Cupertino once a month 
when everybody has to come from all over. Never mind the current situation. I'm just saying when, when you were doing that, when you're inviting thousands of people to come and hear you announce... Yeah, You've got no, to have a big I, event I, I, and I, announce... I disagree with that because that, that's the whole press junket thing, isn't it? You go out and you do product launches and people go to product launches because they're paid to go there and it's part of their job and they earn the revenue from it. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's a, there's a huge amount. So if you're going to do that, then you need to announce, you know, make as big an event out of it as you can. Whereas now, the, the reason that they're cutting them down into smaller chunks is because it doesn't matter if they do one a month. And you can focus on, okay, we're going to do the watch and the iPad Air. And then in a month, we're going to do the phones and the HomePod Mini. And then, you know, as the rumours have it now, uh, middle of next month, middle of November, we're going to get another one, which is going to probably be about Apple Silicon Mac and maybe a couple of other yeah, I things. Think I think if I'm being absolutely honest, Mark, I think you're um, overreacting a little bit <laughs> to the whole thing. I, I, I think Apple are doing fine, and I think the stuff they're announcing is being done in a reasonably well, a reasonably, you know, as best as they can in the current situation. And um, I, I'm, I'm I know you've I, gone a little bit off the boil with Apple, but um, I, I think if you look at any kind of tech announcement, most tech announcements, they're they're all very similar. Really. At the minute, they're all much of a muchness. You what know. about you, Jim? What's your what's your take on it? Where where do you stand on the the presentation side of things, and uh, what's um, your thoughts? The presentation side of it, it, it makes me think of um, Wally. Uh, <laughs> very, it's it's uh, it's all very cheesy, cheesy. We're all nicey, nicey. Um, you know, it's 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 they're too nice to be real, sort of thing. Sterile, um, sterile, yeah, clinical. Uh, I, I must admit, I, I was very disappointed with the, the keynote, absolutely disappointed with the keynote, uh, because it, it didn't introduce the Apple flip phone, the <laughs> folding phone. I mean, I was really looking forward to seeing that being announced at the end. Yeah, Jim, Jim uh, did, all these not, iPhones that announced. did not get a foldable yeah. phone, no. However, <laughs> he did He did win the... Um, he did win the uh, the pot of nothing for uh, getting the timings right because you said just over an hour, didn't you? About an hour and fifteen. Yeah, me and Mark were way out. Yeah, and I, I, it ran to one oh eight by my mm. by my timing. Um, so there we go. So the phones, so the phones were looked really good. Uh, I have to admit they looked very nice. Uh, I liked everything that they said about them. But my word, didn't they go on about 5G? Oh, didn't oh, they just? And, that, and I think that's what I should... I think that was part of why I'm so wound up with Apple, because it was tacky. It was, yeah, it was I, like I, I just Apple thought it in was, association with. I thought, um, it was, I thought it was wholly unnecessary to go into such detail and so much fanfare well, of 5G. Because I, I know... 5, 5G again, and I was 3G. Yeah, I was listening to I was listening to Carl, I say earlier on, and um, I, I sort of, sort of agreed with him that um, that may, maybe new things will come out of this, but really it's just making our phones a bit faster. And I actually, I mean, I look at my phone, and when I call up a web page, do I have to wait ten seconds for it to find the web page? No, it comes up almost immediately. When I ring someone, do I have to wait 10 minutes to be connected? No, it happens immediately. And you have to ask yourself, just because it's 5G, it's not really going to make things any faster. And also... they're already almost instantaneous. We've already... You won't see the change until a few years down the road because 5G is too, too new. 
Well, no, I, I agree with Simon. I don't think we will. I don't think there is much more mm. you can do with a phone that isn't already being done and being done very quickly. Five G is now the five G is basically the three G of of old. It was the new selling thing, the thing to sell phones. Five G um, at oh, the moment. I think it is, has to have it. Is yeah. the three D TV? You want more? You know, or as somebody mm. uh, put That's it, exactly it, the point I made. It's a... <laughs> yeah. Um, or at, at the very, or at the very best, it's the four K TV because at the moment, let's be honest, five G is very limited. Um, most people don't understand that there's at least three sorts of five G. You've got five G millimeter wave, which is this super super fast, you know, a hundred times quicker than um, current, mm-hmm. but it's got you know a range like a Wi Fi hotspot. Um, and yes. um, I was listening to Tech Pinions. Uh, obviously, they were talking about the event. Uh, Bob O'Donnell was talking about, um, you know, millimetre wave, how short range it is. It doesn't work inside and it doesn't work if it's raining and blah, 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 blah. Then you've got the mid band, which is slightly faster than um, or probably two, two and a half times as fast as 4G. Um and has a moderate range, and but for most people, most of the time, what they're going to get is um, 4G uh, low band. Uh, sorry, 5G low band, which is f- fractionally faster than 4G at best. So, can, can I, I correct? I was just going to say, can I correct myself? When I said uh, 5G is the new 3G, what I actually meant to say was 5G is the new 3D. Mm. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that you know. But uh, I think that it's um, I think that it's uh, a lot of fuss about nothing in many ways. Um, yes, I, I've no doubt that in time it will become uh, a, a, a ubiquitous enough for people to use it as their only broadband. Um, oh, I do that. I do that, that now already with um, 4G. Um, yes. we'll have yeah, a link uh, to this. Um, sorry, Nick. Go on. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I'm just agreeing with you. I, I, I you know, sometimes I use 4G. Uh, you know, if I'm in a bad area, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Wi-Fi wise, then 4G is enough to do you know almost anything on. Um, and that's why I think the big fuss over and the amount of time they wasted talking about it in the in the presentation i just thought it was wholly unnecessary well it was all very much most people aren't going to need most most people people aren't aren't going to get 5g that's the biggest thing no and even if they can get it who's going to be streaming 8k video i mean really i I did a i did an exact test on this the other day so where i live um i get one bar of 3g i went up and i stood outside the mass and i did a speed test and i got 36 meg which is not bad considering it's a rural um poll yeah i switched it over to 4g uh and it was slower but i saw i had an idea because i think i might have attacked it might have picked up a a different antenna turn the photo you know turn the turned it off turned it back on again and 4g was slower so and if a lot of the marketing was 5g coverage with speeds up to well this is what we've got now you know 4g coverage with speeds up to yeah okay it was the, the worst thing for me was the whole shilling of Verizon. And remember the first iPhone? It came out and it's all about the phone, all about the phone. Then Steve just went and it's only available on AT and T, and that yeah. was it. That that was it. And then how much time did they spend, like saying, "Oh, Verizon going to have more masks, so we're doing this, so we're doing that." And it's like, but you're doing this care. anyway. 
<laughs> yes, they are. And we don't really care. Um, yeah. The, the, the thing about uh, the iPhone 12 announcements, uh, the 12, the 12 Pro, the 12 Mini, I was actually very impressed this time around um, because for once you weren't being, um, what's the word? Penalised. You, uh, you weren't being penalised by buying the cheap one because no. the, the yeah. 12 and the 12 Pro had the same others, basically. I think I said last yeah. week, didn't I? Well, not last week, the week before when I was on the show, um, that I've seen this happening for a while. You know, mm. the, the phones are getting closer together. Yeah. And really, it's just a matter of choosing which size suits you best. Yeah. But, but th this this time around, you weren't being penalised by buying the lowest price model. Uh, you got the same elements in the Mini and the 12. You got more or less, you get some better things with the, the, the Pro. Uh, Instead of aluminium, it was stainless steel. Um, if you went to the the top level, Max, so you got a fancy lens with a you know has anti shake. But yeah. on the whole, you got every phone got five G. Every phone got the the new super duper screen that's supposed to be unbreakable. But we'll see. And they all got the same body style with what will probably turn out to be another attending gate. Um, no, I, think, mate, I, I don't think that's going to happen, Jim. It, just because oh, it no. looks like it looks the same. But I mean, you've got to remember that, yes, the the four had the antenna gate thing. Not that it was something I ever suffered from, by the way. No, um, no. no but we can see it coming along, though. But yeah, the four I, I, S, when they brought out the four S, they moved the brakes in the antennas to different places. And it went away. You were holding it wrong. Well, yeah, but what they did was move move the brakes in the antenna to areas mm. where people were not going to put their hands and bridge the aerials. It's mm. as simple as that. Um, now, I saw something. I saw something yesterday. I'm sorry, this is an aside. It's not really about Apple at all. Um, that I was quite impressed by. Um, I I saw. Uh, I watch a podcast by someone called James Cook. Um, he owns a Tesla uh, Model S, and um, he he talks about gadgets and stuff. And he just bought the new GoPro Nine, uh, which has Horizon Lock. I thought it was really cool. So basically, you can tilt the thing from left to right. So if you're shaking and whatever, or moving your camera. Uh, but the image you're actually picking up stays locked. Your horizon stays the locked. The horizon stays locked. And the whole image hardly moves at all. Within reason, obviously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so what we got with the iPhone 12 Pro was an A14 Bionic processor, ceramic shield uh, glasses bezel. That's uh, good. With yeah. a much... With a more, more more screen area, you had a Super Retina XDR display uh, with surgical grade stainless steel and the fancy coating on the glass. Um, IP68 water resistant, uh, a nice new Pacific Blue lidar on the Pro. Um, automatically changes from 5G to LTE to save power if you don't need the 5G, uh, which is good. And with the iPhone 12, A14 Bionic, 5G, ceramic shield, um, aerospace grade aluminium. So that's where you're, you're saving money by having aluminium. Um, same splash resistance and a dual camera and no LiDAR. So, I mean, I mean overall, the, the, the pros do have more memory. They come with more to start yeah. with, basically. And I think they've got a lot more memory this time around than the. Uh, is the base 128? The base is now on the Pro is 128, but I, I'm not sure. I think on the others. What's, they, what's on the... I, I think the look? Mini and the Standard 
uh, start at 64. I, I, mean, mean, it's... I, I, think, I think for the phone, actually, that's plenty. I mean, I, I mm -hmm. have 64 uh, gig phone uh, and it's nowhere near full. Um, and so do I. With all the apps that I've also got. Uh, however, I have iPad, which has exactly the same apps on it. <laughs> Or nearly exactly the same apps on it, uh, yeah. uh, and I take up a lot more space on the iPad. Yeah, the, various the, things. The mini and the twelve, uh, sixty-four gig, one hundred twenty-eight gig, two five six gig. So, if I was to put my cynical hat on, no. So let's say you get a, a base spec one hundred twenty-eight gig uh, iPhone, and you're a moderate user, and you've got you're going from uh, you're going to copy all your stuff across. You, go, you might take more photos, you might take more videos because you've got a better camera and you've got more space. Then Apple gets you with iCloud storage because 50 gig isn't going to work. So straight away, you're going up to the, what was it, the 100 gig? 200. That's not going to do a full backup. So if, you, so if you've got two devices... So it's, it's the, it's the backup... It's not a full copy of the phone, is it? Yeah. No, no, it's not, because it, certain it things don't count. Like your first thousand photographs don't count, do they? There's various things like your music. documents and stuff. It's backing up. It's not backing up. And your settings, it's not backing up the whole phone. No. For example, I've only got the three, five gig um, iCloud backup. And my phone is a 64 gig and it's got about 34 gig of stuff in it. And my uh, backup still fits in the five gig space um admittedly i don't put much else in there and i don't take i'd like to know what i'm doing wrong then because well i don't I'm... take loads of photos and i don't carry around you know bucketfuls of music and mute and videos and things i mean i've just got yeah, apps most of mine is photos i think yeah um, oh, you're absolutely right mark i mean the, the in many ways because you know you improve the photos you increase the resolution of the photos. You need more storage space. I mean, it's it, it, but that's been it's been the way since computers started, hasn't it? I mean, we yeah, always but this, the, this is this is the bigger jump, though, isn't it? And again, the reason I'm probably a bit sour, we'll, we'll crack on because we've been going for quite a bit, is it was the even the evangelical nature of it. I think is what. I'm sort of a bit wound up about it because yes, it's very good to have a, a person on top of a building saying that we're reducing we're reducing our CO2, we're reducing our footprint, we're you know becoming greedy and eco-friendly by doing all the stuff we do. Not mentioning no charger, no headphones. Well, they okay, so that. yes, it's a good thing, but but tell me this. How does it save? Surely, if you wanted to buy a device that had a charger and headphones, would it not be more eco-friendly to the planet to ship it all in one box instead of having to, say, buy another uh, charger from, let's say, Belkin in a different box with more CO2 attached to it, with more packaging to attach <laughs> a... it? And then you buy your headphones. Well, they've got to be shipped from somewhere with CO2 and stuff like that. Well... They say you will save so many hundred thousand car, uh, car equivalent. Um, what was it they said again? The, um, yeah, but they've the, only. The, yeah, but all they've done is kicked it down the road. They yeah, said, but well, that, we've reduced it, but Belkin is still doing it, and all yeah, the people. Prove, from yeah, but, but what? Yeah, but what I was trying to say there was, um, although they've said they will reduce the amount of vehicle journeys, the equivalent to you know. Keeping the the cables and the not the cables the chargers and all the rest of it out of the box, make the boxes smaller, meaning you can put more in a pallet. You, you you're then having to uh, have another pallet with all the chargers that they're going to sell to the people who don't have them. Okay, maybe 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 it'll be half the amount of people that get phones with chargers, 
Um, so maybe they've reduced it by half of the amount they're saying they've reduced it by. Um, yeah. Apple has reduced it, all their emissions, but it, proving, it, green, green, proving green credentials is actually really hard. Yeah. Uh, it, you, it, only it, have I mean, to you only have to talk to anyone who owns an electric car to know that actually proving, because often we're not comparing like for like, hmm. it, it's so complicated. Um, so to say that they're being less green, I'm not so sure, Mark. Uh, I, I know, I'm not saying they're being less green. I mean, yes, Apple. If you look at this, if you look at the statistics, yes, Apple are more green because they're not including stuff in the box. But that's but, but all they're doing is they just kick the problem to somebody I, else. I, I and, get what Mark is saying. Sure, I'm not sure that's strictly. I'm not sure that's because it's, it's not true in every occasion, is it? So it. I, I think. I think that's a, a bit of a spurious argument. In all well, honesty, because... I, I, well, I mean, how though? Because if I want to buy, it, okay, let's let's. If I buy a charger from Apple, if you personally do it, but remember they're working on a huge scale. They will have looked at it, and they'll know whether doing that will actually reduce their carbon footprint because they're they're in the perfect position to, to calculate it. You yes. saying it doesn't save my carbon footprint is is irrelevant, really, because you've got to look at the whole picture. Otherwise, oh yeah, and, and I am, and this is why I'm saying they've basically kicked the issue down the road. Because mm. is there is there any difference? So look at it another way yeah if i buy an apple product and a um and a, and a belkin charger i've actually doubled up the amount of packaging the... yes but if i buy if i buy one and i've already got a charger then that's reduced the packaging and not building another charger it's, it, 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 if you've got a current iphone and you buy the new one then good, you're not th needing a new only, charger because Apple only, don't take back the chargers. Uh, yes, so you've got yes, a charger only, to use. Um, the it's only a, it's the people the who argument. buy one who haven't got, you don't have a charger, yes. will have to yeah, get one. I agree. One. I yeah. agree. And the only yeah. the only problem with the angle I'm coming from hmm. is Apple say themselves that a fairly large proportion of people who buy iPhones first time buy it, mm -hmm. and they've always said that, haven't they? In but the then. These first-time buyers, unless they've got, well, first of all, the connection on the cable is still um, USB-C to Lightning, isn't it? It is. Not USB-C, yeah. USB-A to yeah, Lightning. That's right. So, so they'll no, have no, to the, buy. I'm the, saying that 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 counts against what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because right. what they so that yeah. they're shipping so it. USB-A uh, uh, plug to connect it to. Unless you're going to use um, a Qi charger, then that doesn't really matter. I just think I just think that um, I just think that talking about green credentials is really complicated. And it is. I yeah. don't think I I don't think I would say I'd got enough information to be able to make that no. say that they're no. being disingenuous or that they're kicking it down the road. I mean they are. Just... Well, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, let me take my let me give um my sort of um situation, which I think is going to be fairly relevant. I don't have anything USB C, uh, including my Mac Mini. Okay, all of my chargers are USB A. Okay, I get the fact that there is progress. So I'm now gonna. Um, so if I want, if I was a new user to this phone, I've got to go out and buy a charger, and I've got to well, buy no, a charger you... for my car. Well, you haven't, have you, Mark? Because well, how, how else am I going to charge a USB C phone without USB C? No, no, because no, it's, it's not USB C. So there's no USB. They're sending you in the box a USB C to Lightning cable. But that doesn't yeah. prevent you from using a USB-A to lightning cable and a USB-A 
output. Yeah, but so yeah, but then it's an it's an assumption that I've got those cables as a first time buyer. Yeah, admittedly, but and, and al- that, that, and almost everybody point. has it's... a USB. Almost everybody has a USB A output. But I mean, this is half the point, isn't it? There yeah, are yeah. billions of them around the planet. USB C less so, but that's like any technical changeover. That's like when they change from thirty pin to lightning. That's I, I, yeah, just I, one I, of those I, things. I, I that... don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm getting my point across, but it's like you buy a product from Apple and then you buy a charger. That's not saving any real. Uh, but okay. not everybody will have to. That's the difference. Yeah, I, I will take that. But then if, if people don't have USB-C, like I haven't got anything USB-C. Well, I haven't got any USB-C. The, so I would so I could, I would continue for probably some time to use USB-A to Lightning to charge if I was to buy one of these phones because I, would, I don't need to have a USB-C. And so, uh, when the point came that I had USB-C devices, rather than go and buy um, a single USB charger, I would probably go and buy, you know, a USB-C charge hub, the same as I've got a USB-A charge hub with, like, six ports on it. You know, you just buy one think... charger with a whole load of USB-C sockets in it and connect your USB stuff to that. I think Jim had it right. I think the ultimate the ultimate solution would have been is if they had an option to tick to buy a charger to be included in the box yes. or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, yeah, I think uh, we've all... I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. We've all agreed with that. <laughs> Um, the, the other thing is no, also to to go you know, to regarding that subject. Um, although they've dropped the prices of chargers by ten dollars, yeah, um, you're still having to buy a charger, whereas no, you've got the charger yeah, you in the should, box. It should be included, iPhone. shouldn't it? It should uh, be included. It, it you should, should have the option. No option. Yeah, it should be no cost option. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think agreed. we've all, we've all agreed on that. Um. Of course, going on to charging, what about the MagSafe? Yeah, that was one that um, not many people had picked up on, but we did. That's a tick for us. Um, the the MagSafe charging for the phone. Interesting. Which I thought was interesting. It's, and as I said, it's quite clever. Um, it's, you know, that's going to kickstart a huge third-party accessory thing. Um, for example, PopSocket, yeah. um, you know, not a thing that I use, but PopSockets are incredibly popular. And they've already announced that they will do a magnetic pop socket rather than a self-adhesive one, which... Isn't uh, there a slight bit of irony here that they're not including a charger, but, they're, but they've just introduced a brand new proprietary technology? Which, yes, which, by the way, is $40. And I don't know if that comes with a charger either. <laughs> <laughs> that might no, just be... No, the... I bet it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> At least the HomePod comes with a charger. So now, if you want to use an Apple product, you have to buy a charger, more packaging, no, more no, CO2, no, and then no. you have to buy... Oh, no, 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 no. It's still a cheese charger, so you can use any cheese charger. Yes, you can it's use any the... cheese charger, yes. As long yeah. as you've got a charger for your charger. <laughs> <laughs> it just get, but did you see why I'm a bit frustrated with this? On the one hand, they're saying, we've gone green. Yeah, that's brilliant. And yes... Maybe I'm a little bit ranty about it, but there's it's all steering you to buy something else, whereas before we didn't have to. What they should have done was and going the prices to have gone USB-C. up as well. And if they went to USB-C rather than Lightning connection, you could plug any cable into it that's USB-C. But because Apple sticks with Lightning, you've got to have a Lightning cable. That is true. Um, that is true. Um, yeah. If they were going to... Yeah. I'll, I'll, 
I liked all the accessories they, they showed for the MagSafe. Um, the cases clip on magnetically, so they're not a really they're not having to be squeezed Am into. Am I really them. the only person yeah. bugged about the fact that they said they were taking the charger out of the box to then sell, but we to then say we could sell you more chargers? Yes. Um, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's uh, as I said in the Slack. Right. It, I don't consider it to be a huge problem. The first time I buy a USB C device when the time comes, and you know, I am going to have to buy a USB-C charger. That will be slightly irksome, but it's a one-time problem, and once it's done, it's done. Um, Mm. So I see where Apple are coming from. As I said, taking away the earbuds, that seems a little bit thing, but then again, millions of people... Um, and lots the of podcasters. The MagSafe adapter doesn't come with a charger, by the way. So the no, MagSafe I didn't charger. Think it did. Oh, and I'm assuming the but other end okay, of it is USB-C. That's okay because Apple green. <laughs> oh, T- time dear. will tell. Um, I don't think it'll save as much as they said it'll save, but it will certainly save probably half oh, yeah, of what, it, what it's going to save. save. Yeah. When it comes to it, yes, it, they are, they are factually correct. Yes, mm. the iPhones are going to have less of a CO2 footprint. Mm. But when they start going on about we're going to use less packaging, and then you've got to order a charger, if you're going to order a charger, terms and conditions may apply, blah, blah, blah. There's packaging for that. And then when I, you, I, so I know you where order, you're coming from. I get so where this, you're this, coming this, from. This is my point. Yes, they've said we've made it. And let's not forget as well, the phones are more expensive than last year. Well, look at look at this way. You've now got the option to go to Belkin or Griffin or any other supplier who produce or uh, what's the other one? Um, Anchor. What call Anchor yeah. as well, yeah, which do much better products than Apple do when it comes to chargers. So, yeah, you go. Well, yeah, for example, that's uh, um, what I'm saying. You can go to Anchor or Belkin or something and buy a mm-hmm. four-port USB-C. And probably for a fraction of the price this of Apple uh, only. I don't, want, I don't want us to get into a thing <laughs> of where we're being Apple apologists. That's that's the only point I'm getting. At. I mean, no, just... no, I, I I completely agree. And my, my the last thing I think we ought to say on this because we've been going long enough on it is, um, yes, Apple will save money on this. They will make more profit because of what they're doing. And we all know, and we've said before on this program that Apple is now financially driven in a way that they've perhaps not been in the past. And yeah, it's not something we any of us like. No, we've, the dollar not... is king with Apple now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know, when you've got two trillion squidlets in the in the bank, you know, some of it seems a little bit unnecessary. But there you go. Um yeah. let's move on a little bit. Um extension of Apple TV plus free year um is all about the Apple One bundle. Um this was Mac Observer. Oh, so is this a is this a real thing? I, it, I, I did hear someone mention it. Well, we mentioned it last week. Um and it was not confirmed. But it uh, again, everybody's talking about it. I'm not sure that Apple have officially announced it, but everybody's talking about it. So it appears that it's a real thing, as far as I can tell. Oh, right. um, I suggested you be getting an email from them, but I've not seen anything. No, so I've not far. seen anything yet. Yeah. Um, but the... Are we going to get anything free when we buy a new phone? Or is that is that it now? They're just extending I... it, but they're not giving it away for free? I don't know. No, that seems to be unclear. Apple haven't mentioned that. Um, the the general the general consensus around the web seems to be that the this purported three month extension of Apple TV Plus for those of us who've got a, a you know a free year is to tide people over until the Apple One bundles go live. 
um, to carry people through the, you know, encourage people not to drop it because November is when, you know, most people are probably likely to lose their free status um, and give Apple three months to put up some more compelling content um, to keep people hooked. Um, I'm not sure about that, but it's unlikely that Apple would give anything away for free unless they, you know, have got some research that is saying... Um, it can save the planet. No, that, you know, at the moment, as it stands, <laughs> if you end people's free uh, access to TV+, Plus, most of them are not going to bother to renew. Um, yeah. And I think they're hoping if they give them this three months so, uh, till they get time to roll out the Apple One bundle, that, you know, people might be tempted to to continue with it because it's part of a bundle and you're getting other things with it. Um mm. And I, I think that's quite likely, to be honest. I mean, I think that's what I said when we talked about it last week, when it was sort of just breaking news as a as a rumour. Um, there we are. Um, apparently, the growth in Mac shipments has left all its rivals in the dust, uh, according to Cult of Mac and various other people. Apple um, announced that their, have, uh, their shipments year on year had gone up something like 35%. Um, I forget the exact figure. Um, yes, yeah, so obviously Apple shipped six point Apple shipped six point eight nine million Macs last quarter. That's up from four point nine five million in the same quarter of twenty nineteen. Mm. It's gone from a, near almost five million up to getting on towards seven million. Hmm. So, um, a lot. Yes, that's a lot, and that's. I'm, I'm... I can't wait to see the price of Apple's new silicon because the. the... If you've pushed the iPhone price up for a year for some games, then does anyone see the new Apple Silicon when it gets released being less than 1,800 quid? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Depends what it's in. You know, we all... Um... It won't go down in price. <laughs> it's hard well, to tell, yeah, yeah. isn't it? It's just well, hard to that... tell. It really is. Yeah. I say it really depends on what, what piece of equipment it comes in, because we still don't know that, do we? So we'll have no, to wait. We don't see. So, um, but it's good that they're selling lots of Macs. That's good. Yeah, good uh, for the company. Apparently, according to Coltvac here, customers are snapping up notebooks while interest in desktops is waning. I think that might have a lot to do with people working from home. Um, I mean, yeah. the, there was a big, you know, the big news uh, sort of for the quarter was that for the first time in a decade, the the whole uh, PC market has seen growth. Um, and, you know, pretty much everybody is attributing that to the, to the pandemic and working from home because, you know, lots of people no doubt had a, an adequate laptop at home for what they do at home, you know, Facebook, YouTube, um, that sort of thing, you know, email, uh, skype whatever it is they do um but when you suddenly find that you've got to actually work on it as in you know do real work business work then you suddenly find that that doesn't really cut the mustard so i think there's a lot of people going out thinking well if i'm going to be stuck at home for months and working from my kitchen table or my home office i need a newer laptop so the whole market has risen um, for the first time in a decade, oh. but Apple. Uh, what about iPad sales? Well, they've, know. they've, we, you know, I think Apple will tell you those went up as well. But um, I just think a... it's surprising just how much uh, bigger 
Yeah. Um, I suppose you would look you... at it. Um, if people were going to work, the companies would be buying PCs, um, laptops or, or base, uh, desktops, uh, whereas you know, if folk are working from home and they're given the option, uh, they're more likely to buy a, a, a Mac. A laptop. Uh, uh, laptop. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, having, having said that, having said all of that, um, Apple's, it says at the end of the article, uh, the growth in sales gave Apple 8.5% of the global market. So it's still mm. quite small. Yeah, small, but um, it's, it's more still quite a jump, though. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, more folks choose it rather than a it PC. It 7% in quarter three of 2019. Mm. So it, it's it's certainly, yes, it's a jump, definitely. What's quite interesting is that the only other company that had growth of a similar type was Acer, mm. which has a smaller share of the market than Apple. And but also it had 29.3% growth. Well, I'll tell you what. I think about that, and, that, and this is no, this is not uh, to diss Acer, but Acer play mostly in the budget to mid-range bracket. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, the last time I bought an Acer laptop, it was about, and this was probably maybe ten years ago, but it was three hundred and fifty quid when the, yeah. you know. So, uh, 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 so what we're saying is the big, the big players like Lenovo and Hewlett Packard, perhaps is it no or Dell. Um, that they they would have been the business ones. They 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 pick up all the business. Uh, well, I know you... I know the business I used to work for sent out a lot more laptops because of people having to work from home. Mm. Uh, whereas Acer might pick up those that have had to buy a laptop for themselves. It also depends on what quarter um, that Apple's going to report their results in. Because when I when I was um, COVID hit and I lost my previous job, we just had you know. You know how every company has the money down the back of the sofa that they suddenly need to spend? We managed to get some uh, new kit in that we were still deploying just at that time. So I think that's going to factor into it as well. And it, yeah. I, I'm, I've been in jobs and said, look, they go, okay, do you need a laptop? I go, yeah, can I have a MacBook? And they went, no. They, they go, why? They go, it's too expensive. I go, but I don't need antivirus. I don't need this. I don't need that. Your support cost is going to be low. You, you're, yes, it's still going to be a little bit more, but in terms of TCO, and it was like, nope, we want to buy. Whenever I've seen a company buy laptops, they have one thing and one thing in uh, in their minds. Does it have the world's crappiest trackpad? <laughs> if it has an absolutely blitheringly useless um, trackpad, then they, that's the one that they're going to buy. <laughs> you know what, Mark? When I, when, I, when I built this PC a little while ago, I, I bought a Microsoft keyboard with a trackpad on it. It actually wasn't bad. Yeah, oh, the Microsoft. I see that's different. Good. You see, that's a Microsoft keyboard. That's not a laptop keyboard with a yeah. Well, no, I was going to say that's actually that's a Microsoft. You know, whether you like them or not, and I like Microsoft a lot more than I did ten years ago. But one yeah. thing, <clears throat> sorry, uh, one thing you've never been able to knock from Microsoft is the quality of their peripherals. They always uh -huh. made very good mice, quality keyboards. Uh, and so on, you know, trackballs. <clears throat> if you if you buy um, a peripheral from Microsoft, you know it's going to be a quality product. Um, mm -hmm. But I know what Mark's saying because I have used PC laptops, you know, mid-range laptops from Toshiba or Hewlett Packard or whatever, and the trackpads are diabolical. You know, they are absolutely. If you've used a, a Mac. Uh, trackpad you get on this thing and it's like is this thing broken you know it's so <laughs> janky it's untrue yep. um and no, i'm sure no, that's no. not all pcs i'm sure you know if you buy and let's face it if you get if you're talking about a 500 quid laptop 
it, no, you're not going to expect the quality you get from a thousand quid Mac. And I'm sure if you go and no, buy a thousand, it's, it's, a thousand it's, quid it's Lenovo business machine, the, the way you interact with the machine is the most important. Well, bit, why like, do you why mouse. why do you think, Mark? If you go around and and look, you'll see that a large <clears throat> majority of PC laptop users carry a little wireless mouse. They never use the trackpad. Yep. They never touch it. And that's because they're but so the bloody is... awful. But, uh, but Ma- Ma- Microsoft's no. also in hardware is very good. Uh, apart from the Geo, uh, most Microsoft made hardware, hardware is uh, pretty good now. Yes. That's the other comp- you know, the competitors who use Microsoft but build their own computers. Yeah. Maybe not as good. Yeah. yeah. Dell, Dell's probably one of the nearest to it. Mm. Um, if you look back, probably the, sec- the next one along, it's good. But the... Yeah. And, you know, in, in budget to but mid-range it... PCs, I'm, I can only assume that people, you know, like um, Acer, Asus, Dell, they're buying, you know, cheap, Commodity trackpads, which are of you know moderate Most quality at best. Pilot load. Mm. Mm. There we go. Big companies will buy computers by the pilot load. Yeah, that's price. Yeah. yeah, they buy for price. They don't care. They don't have to yeah. use them. Last well, a you couple know. of years and throw it away. The the guy who's yeah, normally um, it's a it's a two to four year life cycle. Yeah. Uh, normally it's a two year life cycle. And but the, still, it's like arguably the most important part of the PC, and it's still garbage. But don't but because they don't include the mouse, it's saving the planet. And it's, uh, <laughs> oh, no. We've started him off again. <laughs> we started him off again. No, no, no. Let's let's move away from that. But uh, there you go. Um, a surprising. You know, hike for for Apple there, thirty nine percent uplift. Um, I mean, what just just for comparison, why we are looking at this? Um, the question so is going to be: when Apple has eight point five of the. By the way, you have to remember that these percentages of uh, market share apply to the sales for that quarter. They have no. That's what they're measuring. So it, you know, it doesn't mean that Apple's got eight point five of the percent of the installed base. Apple's installed base could be way bigger than that. Um, right. Okay. They, they're measuring the percentage of the global market sales over that quarter. So Apple got eight point five percent of the global market sales in that quarter. Um, right. Lenovo have twenty three point seven percent of the market share last quarter, and HP have twenty three percent. But their shipments have only increased 11.3 and 11.2%. Dell had 14, uh, 14.8% of the market in July to September, but its shipments actually declined slightly. So That's the um, only trouble when you use percentages. Percentages are just a nightmare. I mean, if you use percentages, you can if you've got a small bit of a big pond, then yes. you can grow yours by 100% while everyone else reduces. Yes. But that doesn't mean that you're selling significantly more. No. I mean... Well, it does. It does for you, for that company. But but in global yeah. terms, not necessarily. Yeah. But anyway, there's a, a, a big lift in sales of um, Apple uh, laptops, basically. Um, so I, I I think, you know, we... It'd be I think that, co- covered, that's, that covers it, doesn't it? Pretty We're much. I, I, will, I will say, just going back to the phones, um, because, you know, when we were talking about it, I think somebody um, suggested maybe... You know that the 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 um like the standard, so the mini and the um twelve would get perhaps say an A fourteen and the 
the pros would get the bionic. I mean, we're pleased to see that didn't happen. Um, and they've gone, obviously, as I suggested, and lots of other people suggested, based on the uh, the style of the 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 iPad Pro and then the iPad Air that we would be, you know, looking at a iPhone 4 sandwich style phone uh, has turned out to be true, which is nice because um, I always liked the 4 and and um, to some extent the 5. The 5 was nice, but I liked the 4 better. Um, and this is very much, a you know, a return to the iPhone 4, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know partly it's just a change. It's just to have a change because you know we've had the six, the seven, the eight, the ten. You know, for Lord knows how long the bar of soap, you know, which harks all the way back to the original iPhone. Um, but I, I think it's nice. It, they look very nice. They all look very nice. I must admit. Um, and yeah, I, it, it, I did notice on this one, whereas the iPhone four, the glass was kind of slightly proud of the the edges. If if you remember the. The glass was slightly proud of the the edge banding on yeah. this. I see it's effectively flush, and with this, I mean, we haven't mentioned the well, only in passing, the ceramic shield, which apparently is supposed to increase, um, you know, drop protection by four, um, which is nice, assuming it pans out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Anything that makes it. I mean, not not that I'm prone to dropping my phone, although no, I seem to have dropped my iPad a lot. <laughs> a lot Hopefully recently. on the carpet. Um, uh, no, actually not. But it's amazing how resilient it is. I've, I've taken to because I'm doing a lot more cooking these days. Uh, I, I take it into the kitchen with me and balance it on things, and then forget when I'm crushing garlic with my hand. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> on, on the, uh, it sort of bounces off and falls four feet onto the floor, and it, it's, it's, so far it survived. So. <laughs> It's always that to... moment when you go to pick it up and it's always glass side down and you sort of take a moment to brace yourself <laughs> for the worst possible thing, a crack screen. Yes, yeah. So far, I haven't managed to break it, but, you know. I don't know I, if I... I hope I don't. I don't know if I mentioned expensive. this a few weeks back. I, I went for a beer with my daughter and, uh, you know, my potential son-in-law. And... Um, yes. We were sitting outside, you know, because of COVID and it was still in the warm weather. Uh, and my daughter, somehow or other, knocked her phone from the sort of coffee table height uh, table that we were sitting around to the floor. And it just made that noise that, you know, means it is oh. gone. There's a there's a clatter a phone makes if it hits the ground and kind of, you know, a bit like if you roll a penny and it does the rolling round in the circle thing and there's a different sound yes. if it kind of the glass goes there's a sort of duller crack and um she picked it up and it wasn't just cracked it was totally it was like a like the old toughened glass windscreens it was just totally destroyed oh, um, and and we all knew the second it hit the floor there was just that certain tone to the noise <laughs> luckily it yes. was um not a fabulously new iPhone, and um, it, it it wasn't in the best of Nick, to be honest. She's not overly careful with her kit. I mean, she's not careless with it, but no. It, um, I, I must admit, the my iPad has a case on it, so uh, that that helps protect. That it. helps, so yeah. Each time it fell. <laughs> I mean, she has a case on hers uh, on her phone, but it must have just hit, you know, flat down, and that just was the wrong point. Yeah, yeah. and I've the, the time I've broken my screen. <laughs> on my phone um and i've only done it the once and the same thing it, it you know i was crossing the road and it 
fumbled out of my hand and went across the road and landed on the pavement and I just knew by the sound it made when it landed that it was going to be broken. Um, oh. There you go. And I had a case so, yes, on anything that. Anything that makes it stronger. Anything, anything that, that makes, makes it stronger, stronger is a good, good thing. And let's let's hope that pans out. Um, and, uh, I thought, uh, apart from the show being a bit clinical, um, I thought the, the new iPhones were pretty impressive. Yes. It, not, necessarily, not necessarily the new look to the, the fly edges on it, but overall, I thought all the phones were very impressive. And I, I mean, we yeah, haven't I mentioned, have we? We haven't even mentioned what they said about the, you know, when they were talking about the A14 Bionic itself. I mean, the, the tech specs on that were phenomenal. Mm. Yes. You know, neural engines. Yes, it's or... amazing. It's they amazing never quantified it, though. They didn't say this is um, X amount faster than the previous generation, did they? Well, they'd... no, not, not, um, but I mean, because normally they would make a big song and dance saying this is 20% faster than last year's phone. Whereas I think they, they shied away from that and so told you more about what it can do. I've got to admit, I am almost as tempted just to get an 11 because I think that would be a big enough upgrade for my 10 than I am the 12. Well, um, I the other thing, of course, that we haven't talked about is the the range. Um, Apple's range now runs from the SE, which is 399, I believe. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Then it's the 10R at 499, the 11 at That's 5. That's a good price. Isn't it? The 10R, I mean, the 10R is still a good phone. That's a really good price. That's a really good price for the, uh, yeah, you know, I know it's getting a lot of the features of the new phones. I know it's 10R, you know, I know it's a couple of years old, but um, if you want, shall I say, a full size phone, um, you know, the 6.1 inch screen, all right, it's LCD, not OLED and whatnot, but at that price, that's a bloody good phone. The SE is a bloody yeah. good phone as long as you don't mind having a tiny weeny phone. Um, yeah, small form factor. Very small. Um, then well, you've this got year, the... I think, is the only time that I've been tempted to go for a Pro Max purely based on price because it's only $100 more for a bigger phone, a bigger screen, better battery, and a better camera just mm. for a £100 upgrade. So this year was the first time I was tempted to go Max. I think but, I think the real seller will be the twelve mini. I yeah. I think that will be the seller. I I think if I was to put my money down, I'd say it's going to be the six point one twelve. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, I think the, the mini the mini will do well, and it's going to appeal to people who like a small phone. Um, who don't want the slight compromise of the SE in that the SE you know has the iPhone. 7 slash 8 style so it's still got a, a you know a, a forehead and a chin with a with a touch id home button um it's a 5.4 inch phone but because it's in the same format as everything since the 10 so all screen and swipe up um it's it's a 5.4 inch screen but it's only a little bit bigger than the se so i think yeah i think where i'm looking at the analysis the two i think the iphone 12 pro is the equivalent is going to be the equivalent of the iphone 8 because remember the, we had the presentation for the iphone 8 and we all went oh that's nice and then the iphone 10 came along and yeah we and... all forgot that the iphone 8 existed <laughs> um i yes i would say of the four the 
the sort of, and I'm not really going to describe it as the odd one out, but the, the pro is a slight compromise. I mean, let's face it, last week, and we'll hold our hands up, we were all a bit bemused about the idea of an iPhone mini. And we were saying, where does it fit? But I think we were all expecting it to be somewhat hobbled compared to the rest of the range. Yeah. And well, it's not. Thought... It's not, is it? We thought it might be a, you know, a slightly cut down version that it would, you know, maybe only have one camera or whatever, you know. Um, but it hasn't. It's got the same, as we've said earlier in the show, it's got the same internals as the 12, just squeezed into a smaller package. So um, I think that's going to sell well for people who want a smaller yeah. phone. I think the 12 is going to be the biggest seller because it's the, the new shiny, but without a premium price. Um, people who want the kind of pro features because they're into the photography and they want the high definition video and all the things that go with that and the optical stabilization and a bigger lens aperture and all the rest are going to go for the pro max because the difference in price between a pro and a pro max isn't that much no that's exactly yeah i mean the only so, thing that stopped me going for the, the Pro Max was the size. Because it's a 6.7. When I thought about it... That is a very big phone. About it, it's a phone that I would want, and I sort of, I'm hoping I'm not going to miss out by maybe ordering a 12 Pro. Um, but yeah, it's... I think the Mini is going to be gangbusters. I think the 12 Pro is going to be a bit of a mer because if you look at all the reviewers like Marcus Brownlee and I, Justine, the two phones they want to get their hands on are the Mini and the Max. And all the other ones are just a bit sort of meh, mm. which they aren't. No. I, I think the weakest seller will be the, the Pro. Um, people will go for the Pro Max or, you know, they'll stick with the standard, if you like. Anyway, there we go. I'll tell you why, I would, why what, what phone I would go for. The 12 Pro, simply because it has LiDAR, which can be used for uh, camera focusing. Yes. 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 That's well, the reason yeah. why I go for that. Okay. But, and you don't want a phone that's, you know, the Pro Max size? No, no, not the big one. The, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're, you're now yeah. shooting down my theory that the, <laughs> the Pro might be but the, the least but that's, popular. But that's a niche thing, isn't it? It's that's all... photography, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there we go. Don't be, but I need to make moves, chaps. Yep, I think that's it. So I think we've covered it all anyway. So we'll wrap up. So uh, if Jim needs to get off, let's you start, Jim. Um, we'll wrap up. Yeah, uh, you can find me in the Slack shop, uh, Slack uh, room, um, on Flickr as the SRPS paint shop. Uh, you can also find the the Essential Apple uh, Flickr group if you want to go into that and give me a, a ding. I'll let you in. Uh, and on Vimeo, but you'll find the, the link in the show notes. Jolly good. Uh, Mark? Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Ocean Speed. If you go onto the YouTube and look for uh, Essential Apple, you'll see my video reviews there. And as Nick said about um, mobile broadband, I've actually got my hands, thanks to the Amazon Prime Day, of a, of a 4G indoor modem that I'm going to put in through its paces and seeing is it an actual viable alternative and can it save you any money? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Nick? Uh, you can find me very occasionally on Twitter. It's uh, Pligosh, S-P-L-I-G-O-S-H. Uh, oh, I can't say it. S-P-L-I-G-O-S-H. 
and uh, occasionally over on Bot's show. Indeed. And sometimes you phone into uh, the MyMac show. <laughs> yes, just to annoy them. Just to annoy <laughs> them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, of course, can be found on the Twitters as at Serenak, and that's S-E-R-E-N-A-K. The show tweets out uh, on Essential Apple. All the stuff's over at EssentialApple.com. Don't forget to go and check it out. Mark's been putting stuff up there. Um, thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you for all the people who support the show in all sorts of ways. As we always say, that doesn't have to be financial, but it's lovely if you send us money. Um, but you can retweet our stuff. You can uh, batty your friends about the head until they, uh, you know, till they give in and listen to our rubbish uh, and all the rest. So. Um, I think uh, there's no John this week because uh, last week he covered three products. Uh, so until next week, we'll all say goodbye. Cheers. Ta-da. Ta-da. You've been listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. And I'd like to say if you enjoy the show and would like to support us, feel free to go over to the website essentialapple.com and you will find links to both Patreon and the Pinecast Tips Jar, where you can make a donation towards the costs of the show. Uh, Or even if you're really keen, you could set up a recurring payment. And thank you very, very much to all the people who already do support us. We really do appreciate you very much indeed. This show is, of course, part of the My Mac Podcasting Network, where you can find a variety of other shows like the My Mac Podcast with Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, Tech Fan with Tim and David, the Nintendo Club Podcast, the Geekiest Show Ever, the Three Geeky Ladies, uh, Bart Bouchotts and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I've forgotten. So why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcasts, and take a listen. Five, four, three, two, one. And we are go. Go? Wait, go where? The commercial, Guy. We're recording a commercial for the MyMac.com podcast. Ah, so we're recording the podcast now. Well, no, not now. At the moment, we're recording this commercial. So when do we go? Go where? I don't know. You started this whole go thing. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. We have no idea what we'll say next. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time.